The podcast you're about to listen to is not part of the Professional Casual Network. Any of the views or opinions expressed on Elite Eight Showdown do not reflect the views or opinions of the Professional Casual Network. But to find more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet goddang Earth where we can pick anything and everything to face off in an eight-subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am one of your hosts this week, and I am joined by a comrade, a cohort, and my personal co-conspirator, but more importantly, one of the original founding members of the Snake Federation. It is Pony underscore Danza. Pony, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? Uh, I am doing uh, fantastic today. Welcome to the show. Is 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 the intro at least? Is everything that's happened so far everything that you've ever hoped and dreamed for? Um, I'm rocking a full chub. Whoa, we're starting off with a full chub. I thought I was going to have yeah. to work up to it. I thought you were too, but you did so well. It's uh, just automatically full chub right now. You know, just like Chuck's dad that left, uh, Chuck left kind of remnants of uh, his intros in uh, a Discord channel. So I can kind of just read them off whenever. That uh, you can just channel those big Chuck abandonment energies and just uh, throw them back out there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's and that's that's one of my favorite things about Big Chuck is that, you know, even his own pain is just so usable for comedy. Yeah, that it's it's kind of like its own reduce, reuse, recycle, regurgitate, as some might say. Yeah, 100 percent. That's one of the best things about not only trauma, but especially trucks, Chuck's trauma is you can reuse it as much as you want for your own gain, because who cares? It's his trauma, not yours. Right. Exactly. It's it's almost yeah. it's it's like a gift, you know? Yeah. It's like Chuck's I don't trauma is the keep the gift that keeps on giving and it, we're all winners for it. <laughs> That's very true. It's like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience with uh, with anyone, really, but like you really need to go to the bathroom. Right. And you're like, oh, could you just could you just go pee for me? I don't want to get up and pee. But if you could could just go pee for me, I would really like that. And that's kind of like what Chuck's trauma is like. Right. It's like I don't want to have trauma. It sounds really icky and like a whole lot of work. Um but if he could do it and we could just kind of leverage that, that would actually be the way to go. A hundred percent. Yeah. I would actually did that with my ex-wife all the time and she would not go pee for me. And the bed just stayed wet <laughs> all, all the time. I mean, you um, put the ball in her court. Probably multiple even. reasons why I'm divorced. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about probably one of the most important things, at least that, that I feel like both of us could think of. Um, and that is all of the overwhelming amount of redeeming qualities that Big Chuck has. So the bracket for this week, we're going to be going over eight things and finding out which one of these massively, incredibly positive redeeming qualities that Chuck has is, in fact, his best redeeming quality. There's a lot to choose from. There, there, there is a lot to choose from. Um... And if you wanted to let people know what you think Big Chuck's most redeeming quality is, one of the places that you could do that would be over on 
iTunes, Apple Podcasts. A lot of people say they're the same thing. They're not. Audible, Spotify. Leave a five-star review for a podcast called A Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure and make sure to let them know what you think Big Chuck's best redeeming quality is. Is there anything that jumps out to you? Dan appreciates those. He, he really does. He really does. He talks uh, regularly on, on the group chats about how excited he is to read those reviews that, that mentioned Big Chuck. Um, <laughs> but, but Pony, uh, why don't you let us know a little bit about your history with Big Chuck? How how did you guys meet? How you became kind of uh, one of the, the predominant progenerator uh, Big Chucker primes? Uh, so 2020-ish. Yeah, it had to be 2020, right? Uh, but anyway, 2020, started following him on the Instashams, mm. uh, or he started following me. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, but I saw his work. I liked it. I liked his, his uh, it would, turned out to be your uh, Marvel <laughs> minis that he put. I'm like, oh, wow, these guys' <laughs> minis are super dope. It's like, nope, they're tense. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I started following his shit. And then um, he started doing that uh, Stop the Backlog charity thing and yeah. i was like that's super dope and so i'm going to support that and so i just started talking to him from there and uh just kind of became friends with him and then you know i would always see he put up the uh, elite eight showdown things and i was like ah one day might listen to that and then one day i did and it made me laugh like really hard <laughs> and so yeah i just kind of became friends with chuck from there and i was like you know what i guess i'll give these guys a little, little bit of money every now and then what debit card payment goes through and doesn't get declined the patreon <laughs> membership what uh what was your first uh episode of elite eight showdown or or, or is oh, that hell, i don't remember gotcha. uh i remember i don't remember if it was the first one but in the beginning he was screaming at you about something related to scooby-doo and the harlem gove trotters um <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i like this this is funny this makes me laugh you guys make me happy oh but yeah, so, you know, he, uh, yeah, I just followed his shit, got to know the guy. And I was like, you know what? I'll listen to the podcast. You guys make me laugh. I enjoy the community of it. Fun. I like being here. And That's... then I like trolling people really hard. Mm. And so just getting to go around and, and put fake fucking reviews on shit. That's just right up my alley. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and, and you really, you really brought that to the next level too. Like, I have to say, I, I, I think I, like most things on the show, um, we were just kind of talking out of our ass, right? And then all of a sudden, you start posting these reviews that you're leaving all over the internet. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm shocked after those that that Chuck could even consider uh, stepping away from the show. Or maybe that's what it was. Maybe we were too successful in too many places on too many Amazon products. You know what I mean? To to be able to exactly. deal with that pressure. That's what it was. The overflow from the uh, Britney Spears crowd really drove chuck away it really was or the uh yeah. the dana carvey uh <laughs> podcast i was with really i was really hoping to get like a cease and desist from somebody uh but it didn't happen <sighs> i mean isn't that what most of us are just hoping for is just to be noticed by by a company <laughs> large enough to have to send us a, a oh. cease and desist yeah hopefully that would that would you know maybe i might start leaving reviews again Maybe. And uh, maybe one day I can achieve those dreams of corporate blackmail and blacklisting. Oh, gosh. I mean, 
What a goal to have. I, listen, at least at least your intent is in the right place. You know, if it is. if I worked for a company that could send cease and desists, just just know that I, I would send them weekly. Yeah. Oh, I would do it constantly. I would just send them out to send them out. Little Ethel living down the lane doesn't do anything to anybody. Cease and desist letter. Whatever you're doing, Ethel. Stop it now. <laughs> you need to knock Quit it me. off, Ethel. Yeah. Quit, quit reporting Jimmy to the HOA because his grass is a quarter inch too tall, Ethel. No one cares. Yeah, you, we, we know you can't tell the difference between yeah, three quarters of go. an inch and a half an inch. Go. No, you can't tell the difference between three quarters of an inch and a half. Can't do it, Ethel. You're 90 years old. You're three days older than God. You can't see what those are. <laughs> I really like that one, three days older than God. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get right into it. Bracket number one this week is going to be brought to us by Built.com. You can use code Professional Casual at checkout to get 10% off your Built order. Um, they have Built booths, Built bars. Listen, some of them are good, some of them aren't. You kind of take that gamble. Similar to episodes of Elite Eight Showdown, you just kind of never really know what you're going to get. And some of them are yeah. going to be really hey, hard. Uh, yeah, some of them are really good. I ordered them once. I used the code the one time. You did. And delicious. They, I did. <laughs> so bracket number one, Mr. Pony, of the first two most redeeming qualities of Big Chuck. Number one, cares more about his friend's well-being than his own. Chuck is a very selfless person, always putting others' needs in front of uh, his own, constantly. Um, Honestly, running himself a little ragged just to make sure that his friends and their friends and his significant others and his mom and his family are, are taken care of uh, to the highest degree. And that is going to be going up against probably one of the more recent um, redeeming qualities of Big Chuck. And that is being a good looking thin boy. He, he's really kind of he, he's lean. He's he's very pretty. Um and he's 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 just he's slimmed up in the right way. He has. He's um he's become very good looking man. I mean yeah. he was always a good looking man, but right. now he's just whew, well, let he, me tell you. He went from handsome to hot. It, it seems like yeah. ju- during during the events of, of uh the COVID nineteen. Yeah, he's um I mean, yeah, he I mean it makes me just wet looking at him. You know what I mean? I see those new pictures of him on Instagram, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Chuck, this is a family-friendly app here, you know? For real. Like, you can you can get away with certain things on Elite Eight Showdown, but, I mean, the, the thirst traps that he's posting regularly on TikTok and on Instagram are honestly kind of a bit much. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but he does... 1000% care about everybody else mm-hmm. over himself. So, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times he's given me bail money alone. Right. And it wasn't always for me. Sometimes it was just be like, Hey, I know a guy that needs bailed out of jail. And there he is sending me bail money. Sometimes you just needed to feed your horse and you needed to pick up a couple bales yeah. on the way home. And he would send you bail money every time. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sometimes it was for a horse. Sometimes, uh, you know, whatever, really Chuck's there. He's going to send you money. He's going to, you know, call you and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. How was your day at work? Tell me about your day. Every day. I used to get those messages every day. How was your day? How are you? I've and, always really liked that about him. Because yeah. he cares about his friends. He does. More than himself. You yeah, yeah, he does. But I do know that picking that nice glow up he's got. Yeah. Will definitely probably piss him off more than uh, <laughs> going with how good of a person he is. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, 100%. I really like that. So his good looking thin boy glow up will be moving ahead um, for this round. And, and I really like that. And I like the reasoning you chose it too, because Chuck caring about his friends is something that's very. You know, it's difficult to gauge. You you could say that, and then you could go to his Instagram, and he's not posting a bunch of stories about, you know, him helping his friends and stuff like that. He's very humble, right? Yes. But the glow up, you can go and confirm, and can, and, and you can check, and you can go, yeah. and you can say, oh, wow, that's right. He 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 is looking pretty good. He has work, been working out. He has been losing weight. He has yeah. been yeah. taking... Yeah, he's uh, turning heads. Yeah, exactly. And no. you can see it in the background of all of his uh, Instagram stories where he's walking around his neighborhood, actually very specifically my neighborhood, and then seeing cars in the background go by, slow down, and turn heads. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I see it every day because his Instagram stories are usually 30 or 40 parts long. Yeah. And uh, about halfway through the first part, I just kind of skipped through it to see if there's any memes after that. And there right. never is. Right. So um, actually, very specifically, I considered Chuck's Instagram stories being incredibly long and uh, want like he wanders through stories. You know what I mean? He's there. There's no there's no direct path that he's on. Uh, but I don't find it a redeeming quality at all. So it's not included on this list in any way, shape or form. It's yeah. honest. It's, it's too much, Good. Chuck. Too much, Chuck. It's too much. Just, he's going to do that more often now. He'll, he'll hear this episode and be like, those sons of bitches. And now we'll get like 100 part Instagram stories of him wandering aimlessly through the kitchen at work. <laughs> Zooming in and making weird faces over and over again. <laughs> uh, listen, I'll never know because I always skip after the first one or two. If the story is not getting somewhere concise yeah, and quickly. 100%. Yeah, I'm like, there's no more memes. I was like, I, I, yeah, I really wanted to I be into this. Interest, Chuck. I really wanted to see how the story ended. Yeah. But then, I love you, Chuck. Yeah. I'm done. You lost me. All right. You lost me at mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I'm done, Chuck. <laughs> All right. So bracket number two is going to be brought to us by Ray's Energy. That's R-E-P-P-Sports.com. If you are looking for some pee sports, don't go and find Ray's Energy. Uh, they are surprisingly lacking in pee sports. But if you are looking for supplements to stay awake, to recover from workouts, or to go to sleep faster and harder than you've ever fallen asleep before while sober, uh, Rep Sports is actually the place for you. You can get 15% off your order by using that code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout, uh, and it'll help support the network. Uh, which is great. Kind of, whatever. It doesn't matter. Really? Chuck's not getting any of it. No, nah, Chuck's not getting any of it. I do want to try that uh, uh, hypersleep, though, like big time. It is. I've never tried it, though. Really good. So it is. It's. it does have five milligrams of melatonin in it, but I feel like people that use melatonin are well past the five milligram point uh, and have been. I, I mix it yeah, in. I laugh at that. 
You're right. That's that's what I thought. So it's actually I, <laughs> I, I mix a whole thing of it and I have it over a couple days. So honestly, I'm only getting like one and a half, maybe two at most milligrams of melatonin. It's all the other stuff in there that relaxes you and and helps you get go to sleep and sleep deeper. And it's it's a, it's a nice product. I really like it a lot. They don't offer in individual samples, though, which is why it's hard to send to people. I could put a couple scoops in a little sandwich baggie and, and mail you some. <laughs> Maybe it won't get flagged by the United States Post Office. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, when when we went to the Atlantic City Open, I had a bunch of the the like little pill caddy uh, bags that I was putting creatine in, which is a white powder. So very thankfully, my my significant other wrote creatine, not cocaine, on every one of them, just in case you know our room did get searched or we got pulled over, that they would know that just hey, case. this is not cocaine. This is yeah. this is just creatine. Of course, they would take you at your word and seeing that well, he's got no reason to lie. I was like, that, first off, that's not even my handwriting. I didn't write that. So this is not me trying to cover up for anything, officer. Also, how fast were you driving to catch up to me? How about you answer that one, mister? But <laughs> bracket number two, we have unironic internet white knighting. And an example of this is Chuck regularly offering on an annual basis to beat up your abusers, which I always felt was pretty spot on. And that is going up against yeah. a hard, he, that, that Chuck is an incredibly hard worker who will literally not accept acknowledgement or thank yous in any way, shape or form for his hard work, let alone compensation. That's, one hundred percent correct. Yeah. Um, so both of these are really fantastic qualities. Uh, you know, his unironic white knighting is one of the things I love about the man. Uh, I think he's great. Um, how he will defend the downtrodden, mm -hmm. unasked, immediately jumps to arms. Yeah. In the defense of anybody that's maybe marginalized or abused in any sort of way. Mm -hmm. And I love that about him. I love that he always does it with violence. Yeah, because that's how you beat violence is with more violence. Well, correct. Peaceful. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't Not send Chuck on the line. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't send thoughts and prayers. He 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 sends uh, fists and elbows. That's how you get it done. Yeah, that is how exactly how you get it done. And Chuck knows this. That mm -hmm. you know he's going to wrap that baseball bat in barbed wire and take it up to your head, and he's not going to care. That's true. He's not going to care at all. Uh, so he actually taught you know. a negotiation and diplomacy course. Um, that was pretty much the, it was a, it was a seven day course. The first three days were on, uh, belly to back suplexes. Uh, the remainder of the course was side to side hmm. suplexes. Uh, so it could really kind of cover okay. an, any situation that, that would be thrown at you. Yeah, exactly. You have two different suplexes to work your way out of on that one. That's a very good course to have. Yep. I don't see why that's not taught really everywhere nationwide at this point. Well, and, and that's um, something that they say, right, is that, that high schools and, and schools need to be teaching, you know, tax prep and a little bit on, on financial stability and how to invest and how to prepare for your future, how to be able to just, you know, cook and clean and do a lot of the basic things that you're supposed to do and side to side suplexes. I, I don't think I think back belly to back would be well, I guess maybe belly to back would be the the remedial course and side to side might be the AP course. But still, as long as it as long as they're getting it. Yeah. Yeah, as long as they're getting it. And that's what that's what's important. 
really. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, he is an incredibly hard worker. He is. I mean, he's regularly at that kitchen before the sun comes up. And he does not leave until after it goes back down. Correct. And, you know, here on the East Coast, that sun does not go down till like 10 o'clock at night over the summer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's there all day working hard. And he won't take a thank you. He won't take a pay raise. He'll say, give me a pay cut because that's what I deserve. And it's for the betterment of the company because he wants the company to be successful yeah, and not himself. He doesn't care about his own success. Uh, you know, I, I've had that exact same experience with him when he was painting my models. He was like, no, don't give me money. Uh, just give me this, this tiny flat rate. And then when I tried to give him more, I was like, well, I'll just PayPal it to you. And he was like, well, then I'll just donate it to a charity you don't like. And I was like, well, that that's just hurting everyone involved. I don't know why we would do this. Fine. I will pay your stated rate. And uh, then he kept cutting the rate more and more and demanding that I ask for crazier and more demanding things. And, you know, honestly, it, it was a very good quality for a while, but then it just it got too much. I was now starting to feel guilty. It's like I, I need to figure out ways to uh, to appreciate this man. But he just, you know, he takes those bullets and then asks for more. Says, thank you, sir. Can I have another? Yeah, uh, that's a hundred percent Chuck right there. I know he used to tell me all the time about how much you were trying to pay him for that commission work. And he felt guilty taking the money and and not just taking money, but taking the money from such a good friend. Right. As you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I was always like, you know, yeah, I, I, I get that, you know, but let maybe you should let Tim pay you. So he doesn't feel bad. Uh, And that kind of dove into his not wanting, you know, putting everybody else above his own needs. Right. Um, And so that that was, he was really conflicted with that. That ate him up for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I witnessed that he was very tore up about having to do commissions for free, which is what he wanted to do, but then also not hurt your feelings and take money. And he was very conflicted. Uh, I get that. You Honestly, know. yeah, I, I believe there was a, a 46 page or a 46 segment uh, Instagram story about it. I just I, I wasn't able to to make it all the way through. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's been several. Uh, <laughs> but and I will never make it all the way through. <laughs> but the unironic Internet white knighting, on the other hand, um this is one of the things about about Chuck's sense of humor and his delivery and his sincerity that's sometimes hard to gauge, right? Where I can't tell if he's being funny with this one or if it's a joke yeah. or if he's really, you know, standing up for for someone that he feels uh, needed to be standed up for. I think that's a word. Um, that's, it is. Standed up is proper grammar. But, it's but, the old English, the king's speech, as they say. Yes. Yeah, stand, standed, standest. Is yeah, I think exactly. how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, listen, he, he does it. And I think the fact that you can't tell if it's ironic or not is honestly one of the reasons why uh, his ability in it is, in fact, so strong. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, we got to pick a winner, Tim. Which yeah. One, you know, his hard work, his ethic that I think is what, you know, really puts him above because not only is he, you know, going to care for you 
mm-hmm. but he's going to work really hard at doing it too, you yeah. know, and he's not going to take thank yous. He's, he's not going to do any of that. He's just going to be like, Hey, I'm doing this for you, you know? Okay. So that's how, that's just how Chuck is. He's going to do it every time. So I think, you know, his hard work ethic is going to pay off in this one. I completely agree. So hard worker who won't accept thank yous will move on to the semifinal round. Um, if there's something that should move on to the semifinal round, it is certainly someone that helps us bring out the trash every week, and that is going to be Bearded Dragon Games online. Uh, they also have a code that you can use called not PCNME10 at checkout. There's only 10 of those codes total. Some of them have been used, but you will get 11% off your order from beardedragongames.com or dot online, sorry. Uh, that would be a much easier one to, to say and remember if it was a .com, but, you know, uh, they can't afford to give those steep, steep 11% discounts and have an actual .com, so uh, make sure that they're rewarded for for giving that steep discount. Make sure they're not Chuck, right? Make sure that they know that you are appreciative, that you're paying them, and that you can say thank you at the end. And when you do make an order there in the comments and special notes, please make sure to say that you are disappointed that Elite Eight Showdown has been removed from the professional casual network. Pony, what were you saying? And I think, too, I think Chuck would say at this point as well, suck it, Dan. We get 1% more. Mm -hmm. Dan, have you considered sucking it? Because I think Chuck has been very clear, actually. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Chuck definitely needs Dan to suck something. What? I don't know. Probably, you know, maybe a lozenge because he's not going to want Dan to hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be my guess. That would be good. Dan has, in fact, had uh, uh, meningitis and, and, and lung issues and respiratory issues before. Maybe a lozenge would, uh, would just kind of help everything be coded and working, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so Chuck's not being vulgar. He's no. telling Dan to suck it. Suck that lozenge, Dan. I want you to feel better. So, you know, because he's a friend and that's what friends do. And that's what Chuck does is care about friends. It, it very much is similar to Shawn Michaels and Triple H during flu season, making sure that everyone knew to suck it um, so that they could also uh, stay healthy and in and, and their prime with some vitamin C uh, Hall's emergency drops. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're just doing their public works, you know? Mm-hmm. And much like Chuck, they just wanted you to take a couple of drops to the back of your throat and it would make you feel better and build your immune system. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Full of protein. Full of protein. Surprising mm-hmm. for, for, for a lozenge. <laughs> but listen, they got, they got it done. Yeah, they got it done. Heavy in B vitamins. All right. So bracket number three is... Chuck's ability for thoughtful gift giving while never expecting anything at all in return up against, unlike on his podcast, always making sure his partner finishes and then says, I'm just happy to be here afterwards. So I don't think Chuck has ever said that he's happy to be here uh, on this particular show. But listen, I... Outside of him um, quoting himself from previous experiences. I'm super happy that he was here. Me too, actually. I was very, I'm very happy that he was here as well. So uh, I completely forgot what the first thing was. Uh, 
the first because you made me laugh really hard. <laughs> the first thing was thoughtful gift giving. He's a thoughtful gift giver who expects nothing in return. And that's going up against making sure his partners finish and letting them know that he's just happy to be here. So never received a gift from Chuck. No, wait, that is a lie. I have received a gift from Chuck. Chuck sent me a lot of minis to paint and build a sludge army with. So we'll play sludge one day, maybe. Oh. Ever. And the rule book. So, yeah. Hell yeah. That. Yeah. Chuck, and that I didn't ask. He just said, what's your address, baby boy, and sent it to me. And he didn't want anything returned. And then I bought a tank when they added tanks to sludge to send to him uh, in like March, maybe April. And it's still sitting here. I haven't sent it because I am a thoughtful gift giver. If I can just get my lazy ass to the post office and send it to you sitting here, I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) As, as someone who regularly doesn't get to the post office to send things out that they should have within a reasonable amount of time. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's out of the way. It's not on my way. I have to like go in because I don't know. How, I don't have a postage scale. I don't know how much is this going to cost a ship. And listen, if yeah, I can't I have to go in and, and, and then like the only day I really have to do it is like Saturday and I'm not going Saturday morning first thing to the post office. So I don't have to stand in line for four hours. Like, no, it's Saturday. I'm going to sleep. Yep. So, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, Chuck's, uh, Chuck's tank's just sitting here in a basket in my room in perpetuity until I fucking decide to go to the post office. Not not necessarily in perpetuity, but almost on an indefinite hiatus. <laughs> Maybe right? next April at tax time, Chuck. Abs- yes, yes, it is on an indefinite hiatus to the post office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, Chuck does give good gifts, and he gets really mad when you send him gifts. He was not happy I bought this tank to send him that he has not received yet. Um he said, thank you, but it was very begrudging. Uh, yeah. I, could, I could hear it, you know. Um, so, but yes, he will give you gifts and he will give you great gifts. Oh, and I did, I send him, I did. No, I did send him a gift. I sent him sunglasses. It was G.I. Joe's sunglasses. And he was angry and happy at the same time. And it was funny. It made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Like, God damn it, Pony, I hate you. Thank you for the sunglasses. You piece of shit. Why would you send me a present? <laughs> when I was trying to cut out, like, uh, fast food or junk food or candy, Chuck was always very quick to get me uh, 10 to 15 pounds of trolley brake crawlers, um, which he knows I, I can't not eat. It's good. They're very delicious. And they're neon and they're colorful and they're sour. They are very delicious. And people say, yeah, 100%. You know, they're just coated with more sugar, right? And I say, no, it's not sugar. It's citric acid, which is what gives it its sourness. If you suck off that powder, uh, Dan, take notes, you suck off all of that powder. And then if you eat the worm, it's just a sweet worm. It's not even a sour yeah. worm no more. Yeah, you, you, you douse them in water, get that sourdy stuff off of it. You're good to get mm-hmm. yeah, the worm itself is not sour. You can figure that out, Dan. Not hard. But yeah, no, I would do the same thing. I would totally send you gummies. Uh, so I started talking to a girl and she was talking about going out and getting drunk. And I was like, I support this. And then she was talking about it the next day. And I was like, I support this. And she was like, you're a bad influence. I said, no, I'm an enabler. There's a difference. <laughs> you could have said, I'm going to go home and read a book. And I would say, I support this. But you're talking about going out, going drinking. Yeah, if I could do it, I'm an enabler. So, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
All right. Uh, you know, it's whatever. I like to enable things. Um, well, I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. You know no. what I mean? Obviously, they were they were being uh, truthful with themselves and you by saying what they were going to do. And you were just making sure that, that they felt supported in their decisions. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. No, I don't think so either. Nothing at all. Um, but uh, God damn it. Chuck just happy to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think think i can say that entire thing without laughing uh so yeah <laughs> all right so unlike on his podcast always making sure his partner finishes and then saying i'm just happy to be here we'll move on to the semifinal round that will bring us to bracket number four and we all know what that means that means it's time for another segment from joe Gennaro. And Joe wrote in for this week a very, very, very special message. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought the show was over. I didn't prepare anything. Thanks, Joe. That's Joe <laughs> from the Comic Book Rundown. You can check that out where any other good podcasts are sold. Uh, Joe, we really appreciate your support. And uh, thank you for writing that very thoughtful message. I like Joe. Me too. Me too. He's good people. I don't talk to him much. What little bit I've talked to him, though. Joe's, Joe's a sweet man. I don't know why Chuck was so angry at him. Maybe he was angry because he died. Maybe it wasn't that that he, that Joe Gennaro was dead to Chuck. And maybe it was that Joe Gennaro was dead to the world. And he couldn't cope with that um, and got I angry did. about it until he found a way to bring uh, him back as a reanimated corpse. You're right. As a reanimated corpse of Joe Gennaro. Mm -hmm. which, you know, some might say is better than the original. Listen, I mean, second first is uh, is different than the first, but, you know, it, he had a lot more funk, a lot more flavor, um, and a lot more food in that flavor saver, as they say. Yeah. So, <laughs> bracket number four is... Great painter slash great cook going up against Chuck's ability to validate his past relationships as part as as part of his overarching journey. Shout out to my exes. This is uh, honestly this one's a super easy one for me. While he is a great painter. And he is a great cook, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't had his cooking. Um, I'm assume he's a great cook because he makes money doing it. But yeah. You he will take validation for those, for his crafts. He will accept that validation. He will, he will be humble, but he will accept it. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, moving on with his exes and using that past trauma, again, the trauma. From yeah. those relationships and incorporating that in growth is definitely going to move ahead because you can say, I really like that many great work on it. He'll say, Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And you know, it doesn't get under his skin. Like maybe bringing up his ex is going to your birthday party without <laughs> or being invited. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, there there have been multiple conversations in multiple uh, groups about that particular situation, and, and I can say, uh, you know what, uh, by by Chuck regularly giving that shout out to his exes, he's really saying, unlike I and I, I feel that this is common for a lot of people, right? Where you can have a relationship that you just want to forget, you never want to uh, bring it up or think about it ever again, but Chuck, Chuck doubles down. And he, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, he he feeds into that trauma and carries around like a like a package of orange orange Tic Tacs, right? Where he's like, hey, yeah. these aren't going to be crunchy no more. They're the orange ones, so they're kind of softer, and I'll eat them really fast. But listen, I'll still regret it just like everyone else does. I just, you know, want to make sure that it's going to be a little bit more validated. That's all. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, again, it's a beautiful thing about that man. Beautiful man. Hmm. Speaking of bracket number five, our first semifinal bracket brought to us by the network number 603-803-3235. Uh, if you call it, you can tell us, uh, actually don't call it, text it or, or send a picture, draw a picture about uh, why you're sad that uh, Chuck's not around anymore. Um, and uh, we'll put it somewhere. Get, my kids are here. I can totally get them to draw a picture of why they're sad that Big Chuck is gone. And they will have no frame of reference to who that is, but they'll draw a picture of why they're sad Big Chuck is gone. And that might be pretty amazing to see. <laughs> With that said, everyone start texting the network number 603-803-3235. Pictures that your children or kids you babysit or nieces and nephews really just grab a child and yeah, have them grab draw one a off the street and have them draw it. Yeah, they're there. They're yeah. at the playground all the yeah. time. They're just sitting there waiting to be made to draw pictures about why they're missing Big Chuck. Maybe. Yeah, 100 percent. But there's that, nothing wrong with it. There's, yeah, we're, we're just it's going to help everyone kind of involved be able to be able to express their 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 feelings and and get that emotion out there and that's nothing if not yeah. positive right 100 percent. it's like therapy art for kids that's exactly what it's like yeah 100 percent. all right our, our first semi-final bracket is chuck's thin boy glow up going up against his hard working attitude without ever accepting thank yous or um you know payment that thin boy glow up because again, super self-conscious and that's really going to piss him off because Chuck, you're a damn good looking man that's and you have made strides, buddy. Looking mm -hmm. good. You're looking hot. He makes strides on a daily basis. Some might say as he's uh, yeah. walking around my neighborhood, uh, making TikToks. <laughs> Burning heads. Right. <laughs> All right. So the, the Chuck, the Chuck boy glow up is moving on to the finals. But who will join it in the files, fi finals? The only people that would be able to tell us that uh, uh, is the P.O. Box. That's P.O. Box G, West Oneonta, New York, 13861. Um, and you can send all sorts of things there. You can send uh, fanny packs, hot dogs. Um, really, I guess outside of those two things, I don't know what else you'd want to send to a P.O. Box, but it, it can accept both. Yeah, you can totally put at least six packs of hot, dog, hot dogs in a box. Mm -hmm. And I send that to the P.O. box. I've done it. Not to your P.O. box, but to others. Right. That's uh, <laughs> normally how I return jury summons is uh, is with hot dogs in a box. Um, I, I find them best to be loose, though. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to send 
fully packaged hot yeah. dogs. It's just cumbersome. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have, unlike on his podcast, always make sure his partner finishes and then says, I'm just happy to be here going up against validating his past relationships as part of his overall journey by shouting out his exes. This one's actually tough. This might be the finals right here, actually. I mean, it really kind of is. Yeah. Damn. You know, he does make sure his partner always finishes Mm -hmm. and is happy. And Chuck's just there for the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it be, you know, sexual gratification of a woman or whatever, you know, it's whatever. It's 2022, baby. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's there. Or... It could be a business thing besides the podcast because he didn't give a shit about this. Uh, but at work, <laughs> his work partner, he's going to make sure they're done and they're out the door and they're on the way home. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, he's going to make sure that they're taken care of before he takes care of himself and goes home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is really hard. But then again, working through that trauma, but no, yeah, he's a great partner. He's always going to put again. I mean, so much of this really just ties into each other. Yeah. Um, you know, but he is, he's, he's going to make sure you're happy. Not Tim. He didn't give a shit about Tim's happy or really mine or Quinn's. He sure shouldn't care about Quinn's happiness or, or kit or, or JB or, uh, or kits, but or JB. Yeah. He left JB high and dry. Mm -hmm. JB sacrificed a lot. For writing those reviews. He did. You know, he uh, exposed himself and laid himself bare with his dreams. He really did. You know, that's highly personal stuff. And Chuck didn't care. Chuck threw it away. You know. Chuck wanted to skip over most of his 45 questions that JB left on the Discord for Chuck to answer for the final episode of Elite Eight Showdown. <laughs> and all, all those questions were important and should be answered. I I, com- I completely agree. Completely agree. 100%. 100%. There were important questions. But unlike yourself, JB didn't make the effort to go back and make sure the hashtag <laughs> was on everything that he had. JB just put the wrong hashtags on everything. <laughs> JB almost always does more work than what is required to still make sure that it's wrong. And it's one of my favorite things about JB. I love that, man. He is a national treasure. Every week on Gapapa, uh, in the uh, intro, he messes up. I love uh, his like really number. old grandma gifts. Yeah. And, but he'll text it every day, every single day. He knows the number. <laughs> messes it up. I, yeah. love, I love his old like grandma gifts he sends of like the sunrises every morning and night in the Discord. God, those are gold. Just, I mean, <laughs> he really brings the the shtick in character to another level where I have no idea if if he yeah. is not aware of what he's doing or if it is so intentful and on purpose that he's just on a whole nother <laughs> level. He really rides that line very well. But it's so much better where you're like, I've known JB for years. He's not this dumb. And then you're like, wait. Is he this dumb? (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love it. uh, So, but yeah, yeah, JB is a treasure and Chuck, you should 
feel bad if you skipped over any of his questions. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that to your face one day. It might be 30 years from now, but I'll remember it. And you will have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, But then also, you know, his trauma. And he does. He incorporates his trauma in a lot of who he is, especially his trauma with his exes. Mm -hmm. And he uses that to mold his life. Yeah. Which is honestly a super good quality. Uh, really in anybody, in anything, to be able to look on your past, you know, mistakes, because you could have been in the wrong, they could have been in the wrong, and it takes a very big man, a very big, not just man, but a very big person, really, to look back and say, this is what happened, and here is where I was the shithead. I was the wrong person. And Chuck does that. Yeah. You know, he unflinchingly analyzes himself and his own actions and holds himself accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, that honestly is a fantastic quality really in anybody at all. I do not have that ability. I blame everyone for any small misfortune I might have. And I hold that grudge till they die. Um, As God intended. intended Because I'm infallible. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm wrong once or twice a year, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's usually only on small things. Like I gave the, Lady, 56 cents instead of the 57 cents because I miscounted my pennies or something, something insignificant. Right. Uh, yep. You know, you know, so, you know, but yeah, but for Chuck, that's a very big, big thing to be able to sit back and say, hey, I was a shithead in this relationship or, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I didn't deserve these bad things to happen. I was not the shithead in the relationship. And it's hard to actually be able to separate and differentiate those things. And Chuck does it very well, mm-hmm. very well. Completely and agree. he doesn't hold a grudge. I will, I will hold a grudge till the day you die. I am not a good person uh, for any slight inconvenience. Like you cut me off in traffic and I'm praying to whatever gods there are that you die on the way home. I don't care how many kids you have. You caused me to be five seconds later than what I would have had. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you know, fuck you, guy, for like not using your blinker to turn right or come to a complete stop to make a right hand turn. I hope everybody who does that dies. But Chuck will be like, you know what? <laughs> He'll encourage them to do better. <laughs> That's true. And and that just it, it proves the old adage, right? Of the ABCs. Always be chucking. That's right. Always be chucking. And I try to do that in my life. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not working. Um, there's too much spite built up inside of me yeah. uh but chuck has let that spice go mm-hmm. and been a better person for it well and i mean you take a look at like the relationship between chuck and dan right where for the most part they have no interactions whatsoever but chuck has always been really forthcoming and making sure that he is positive about dan and what dan is doing yeah and just really just yeah we're just shoving positivity into the ethos you to can, make sure that no spite is, is held and left over. Right. You can feel that just brotherly love Chuck has for Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just every time, every time his name is mentioned, it's just Dan. And you know, it, it comes from a place of love and respect, respect upmost as well. You know, not just love, but respect and care and concern, which is why you always tell Dan to suck it. Again, the lozenges, nothing else, because Chuck is not a vulgar man. No, no, he's not. Well, and and, and it's true, too, that there is not a single time I remember on the show. And thankfully, we have video to kind of prove that. But whenever Chuck brings up Dan or is doing some bit about Dan, Chuck is always smiling, obviously has fond memories of the fella. Exactly. 
Exactly. You're not going to sit there and talk about someone smilingly, which I'm pretty sure is a word mm-hmm. and uh, have, you know, animosity towards that person. No, you're going to be like, I love this man. I'm going to smile as I talk about him, you know? Absolutely. And, and it just brings joy so, to his house. He's always, always chuckling when talking about Dan. Yeah. Always chuckling. Mm-hmm. He's always, ch- that's what I love about Chuck. He's always chuckling. And ch- chuckling you know? Chuck, big Chucks. <laughs> that's what they call him on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, he's great. He's great. I love him. So I think, you know, we're going to move past the uh, the exes on this one, honestly, because, you know, that's takes a big man to admit that when he was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Takes a big man to admit he was wrong. Takes a big man to be able to admit his own shortcomings. And, and Chuck's got that in spades and he will admit those shortcomings. Speaking of Chuck being a big man, we are going to move into our final round Brought to us by patreon.com slash professional casual. Uh, listen, for a dollar a month, you can get access to the Discord. You can see the absolute insanity that is the Elite Eight Showdown Discord channels. Uh, if that is what they're still being called, it has changed several times over the last 24 hours. But it's changed a few times today. I don't even know what it's called. I've barely been on Discord. I was running like crazy at work doing service calls, and I haven't hardly even been on Discord today. So. Yeah, so it was briefly uh, Quinn's Quitter Chat. Uh, <laughs> not the Snake Federation, or the Not Snake Federation Chat. And now it is Elite Eight Showdown Indefinite Hiatus Chat, I believe. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like the birth of the Federation in the Discord, which was completely unintentional. Uh, it was just pure chaos that erupted from nothing. Um <laughs> Very I much just so. saw a new channel and was like, what's this snake bullshit? Posted a gif of a snake and it just went from there. <laughs> oh, and the spirit of the Federation still lives on today, which is one of the most glorious parts. Because I, I think, I mean, because that channel was made for the slithering to start coming out, which is on episode nine. And that comes out twice a month. So that's it's like Five, six months ago, the Snake Federation has been yeah, it was, yeah, it was strong. It was, it was a while. And yeah, it's been it's it's always a good time, especially when old Kit gets riled up and starts just typing in all caps, screaming nonsensical <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fun. And I just feed it because that's what I like to do. I just see things happening and feed into it. One hundred percent. Speaking of feeding or not feeding, I guess anymore, in our final round, we have Chuck's Thin Boy Glow Up going up against him validating his past relationships as part of his journey as a whole. Shout out to my exes. The glow up, though. Then nothing could beat the glow up because he's going to be so mad. And no matter what, if anything could beat it. It's not going to piss him off as much as the glow up would. <laughs> so I, I, I don't disagree with you at all there. Uh, <laughs> and very much so. Uh, some of the other things on this list, whether it's being yes. able to take as a man who's or, been big. Yeah. Yeah. As a man who's been big, it's just when you lose, lose that weight and people are like, oh, you look so good now. It's like, oh, fuck you. You know, like I looked good before I was just bigger, you dickhead. And now, you know, yeah, I know exactly how it is so yeah that 100 percent. those compliments yeah well and it's it's being treated differently too right it's like oh you yeah. see me as a person now that's yeah we we have a weird dynamic now because i know how you yeah. used to treat me <laughs> huh huh 
Um, you look so good now, Dick. Didn't look good before. Why? Because I was a fat sack of shit, you asshole. Like, <laughs> now I'm just a chubby sack of shit. Joke's on exactly. you. Exactly. Still got man tits, dickhead. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like, I know. I know from experience that that whole glow up. Of course, I didn't do anything to lose the weight. I just was like the fat kid in high school. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden my weight disappeared. And then it came back again due to, to years of excessive drinking and, and eating food. Um, mm. So I know exactly how that glow up is. I think very importantly, right? A lot of the things that have been uh, on the brackets tonight have been about Chuck putting in an excessive amount of work and not being able to take a compliment for it or to right. making sure that other people that are also putting in similar work or, or whatnot are also on their diets, that he is supporting them over being willing to be supported himself. And all the joking and stuff aside, Chuck, you've done an incredible job, yeah. man. You look great. You look healthy and you look happy. Um, yes. I, I don't think any of us could be more proud of you. You've done a great job. And we're really, really, really happy you did it for yourself. Mm -hmm. I uh, I actually do. I'm super happy for Chuck. I love the man to death. I think he's a wonderful human being. And uh, whenever I see him on Instagram and him and his girlfriend smiling, happy, laughing, having a good time and enjoying themselves, I'm just like, this is best. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad Chuck's happy. I am. And even when he is out having having a magical... uh, You look good. I don't give a fuck how bad it pisses you off. You look fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and even when he is out having a, a very nice romantic walk or a hike with his significant other, you know what he always does? Hands her the phone and has her record him throw a large stick or a big old rock into yeah. a river or a creek for the boys. For the boys. Every time. Every time. We get them on the Discord all the time. So if you want to see Chuck hucking shit, yeah. then, you know, I've taught my kids how to huck. The kids, they like to huck rocks. They, they go to the creek and huck rocks. Yeah. It gets sketchy when there's a lot of people there. And I have to tell them, don't huck rocks at other people. And they do it anyways because they're assholes. Correct. Uh, but yeah, they, they they like to huck rocks. Hucking rocks builds community, really. That's I, what this country was founded on, was hunking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was my understanding, that the 20 or the 32nd Amendment was uh, no man shall not be allowed to huck rocks. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. But So Chuck's glow up is going to win the evening of Chuck's best redeeming quality if you liked our show cool thanks but we aren't a podcast anymore so check out our friends who are hopefully your friends too the comic book rundown breaker and bane's power hour uh only check out that one if you uh prefer to listen to uh at least one person uh shout out to breaker uh, who doesn't know how to wipe uh the carton cask wreck my podcast and and so many more professional casual.com Back to front. Oh, maybe that's his issue. Maybe Breaker does in fact wipe, but he's doing it back to front. That could be it. I think that's why his old wrestling name was Shitty Crevice. Probably. It just gets all in the hairs, you know? It does. It does. (laughs) But with that being said, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Tim France. And along with me, I have had Mr. The Pony underscore danza so we say goodbye stay safe and remember to leave the blood on the blood on the the blood remember to leave the blood on the bracket this has been elite eight showdown bye